Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, welcome to Rooted Deep Podcast. I am here today with Kathy Hodnett, and as if you notice, um, Allison Hale is not with us today, and we're really bummed that Allie is not with us, um, but she is under a blackout in the Dominican Republic, and they announced it uh, yesterday. So we tried this morning to get her on uh, to do the recording, uh, but there is just uh, very little electricity and very little juice. So therefore, um, it was awful. So <laughs> so we could see her and then we didn't see her and then we could hear her and then we couldn't hear her. So she is jumping off that podcast. So today I'm going to two women in their 50s get to talk about doing life in the 50s. So this could be fun. Um because we're kind of walking through these decade conversations. So Kathy, we've done the 20s, the 30s, and the 40s. And now we're we're talking about what it looks like to be in the 50s. And I, you know, you always heard the 50s. Um, at least I did growing up. The 50s sounded like, I mean, ancient, like Moses, right? I mean, you know, it was just like the 50s. You know, suddenly it was like you fell off the edge of nowhere land. But now that I've landed in the 50s, it's not nearly as bad as everybody made it out to be. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to enjoy this conversation today, but let's start by just telling people a little bit about you. I know that you and I became friends. You're a women's ministry director um, here at a church uh, right outside of Chattanooga in a little town. And uh, and so you and I met, we've been to Guatemala together uh, and had so much fun. And this is what I know you and I we'll get in trouble together if we're together long enough. That That's what I know. Uh, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Kathy, because uh, you've got an exciting life. So um, I am Kathy. I am on staff at Dallas Bay Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I've been for about nine years. I am married to Derek uh, for 37 years. We have three grown children. Uh, Caleb, Aaron, and Emily, and Caleb lives in California with his wife, Caitlin. He's an engineer there. Um, Aaron is here in Chattanooga, and he is going to electrician school. And then Emily is here, and she is about to give me my first two grandbabies. Yes. <laughs> so we're we're going to get to enter grandparenthood this year. So yeah, twins, right? Twins, absolutely, and a pink one and a blue one. So we're really excited. Oh, about that. so you're just getting the whole package right off the, the bat. You get a boy day. and you get a girl. Yep. Oh, so, fun and exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was in my 40s, I was like, I'm not ready to be a grandparent. But now that I'm in my 50s, I am totally ready to be a grandparent. Yeah. Ready. Absolutely right. ready. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Well, I know that, you know, as you've been a women's ministry director, are a women's ministry director there at Dallas Bay. Um, but tell us just, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to drag this out, but tell us just a little bit about how you came to Christ, how you came to know the Lord. Because I think that's so important in our journey and in our story. I don't think we make it through decades without Jesus. You know what I mean? Right. right. So my father uh, is a pastor, so I'm a PK, but when I I was um, probably five to six. He was not called into the ministry at that point. And so he was working for, well, he was, he wasn't pastoring. He was working for Youth for Christ. Yeah. And so he was on a lot of nights uh, doing youth stuff. And my mom and I 
uh, she would put me to bed. We would pray. And I'll never forget at a young age coming to Christ, knowing mm. that I needed Jesus. But I so also good. know about 25 years old, after not being in a church that my father had pastored and being young married, I needed to make that commitment. Not that I was not saved early yeah. on, but as an adult, hey, this is who Jesus is. And this is, I need salvation. Um, again, I totally believe I was saved as a child, but I do believe, I just remember the day of, in my adult years, realizing what Jesus had done for me. Oh yeah. that I think that ownership, yeah. you know, um, it, there, you do things with only so much understanding as a child. And then there's a point in your life as you get older, where you have real clarity on just what Jesus did for us. And I think at that moment, there is this you know, if you want to word it a rededication or if you want to word it just a recommitment to say, wait a minute, you know what? I'm really owning this in a personal way. Right. And it was the first time, you know, I was at, in different churches hearing, mm -hmm. do I believe this? Do I believe this? Do right. I believe, you know, it was, you know, you, when your dad says it, you believe it. Right. Right. So, <laughs> right. You know, but it was, a, it was a cool, you mm. know, just a commitment, I would say, uh, once again, of just, oh, this is totally, I yeah. am follower. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Well, you know, as we talk about being in our fifties, I think that, um, you know, I don't know about you, but th there's a, there's kind of that element of it sneaks up on you. Uh, at least for me, I, you know, I was for years in a college ministry. And so in my mind, I was always 29. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I still am. I still Eternal. am eternally 29 yeah and I'll never forget kind of stepping out of that college ministry um and stepping into ministry and looking around and going I'm not 29 you know it's like you know and it's one of those things where the 50s I've just you know it's been a fun ride it's just been going you know going 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 and the 50s just kind of crept up on me I wasn't expecting it then all of a sudden somebody said oh my gosh Ruby you're turning 50 and I went oh my word I am Yes. Right. Listen, when I turned 50, so I work with a pretty young staff. Yeah. The day I turned 50, one of the, the ladies that I work with, Precious, she looked at me and said, wow, Kathy, you don't have as much time left as you've had. Well, happy birthday to me, right? <laughs> right. But it was like, wait a minute, that is, you know, unless God just lets me live long, long. Oh. I it made a little yep. bit more impact on turning 50 because I was like, okay, what am I going to do with the rest of my time? Yeah. What, yeah, what matters, what doesn't matter, that kind of stuff. I didn't yeah. appreciate that at the time. <laughs> right, of course. Well, now I think um, I'm 55. I think you're two years older than me, right? So you're 57. 57. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're just kind of right there in that zone. Um, yeah. And I do remember, I have a really good friend. His name is Rand. And he, he asked me one time, he said, you know, that verse, um, that we're, we're to number our days. And he goes, have you ever done that? And I'm like, like literally? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, let's do it. He pulls out his phone and calculator and he's like, okay, how old are you? So if you live to be 70 and he, he turns it around and he goes, that's how many days you have left. And then he said, let's, let's just say you live to be 80. I think he saw the look on my face and he's like, let's just say you live to be 80. And he puts that in the calculator and he turns it around. And I'll never forget that feeling of, oh my word, yeah. that's not as long as I thought. Right. Right. 
Well, when you look back over the last 50, well, for me, 57 years, it Mm -hmm. has flown. Right. It really has flown. Yeah. So it, it puts it in perspective. You know? It does. It does. So let me ask you this. What is what is different from the 40s? So that's that decade you just left. What is really different, would you say, from the 40s to the 50s? Because I'm sure there are women right now that are in their 40s and they're watching or listening and they're like, okay, what should I expect? So what's different between the 40s and 50s? Um, I remember when I turned 40, I had a harder time turning 40 than I did 50. Mm, I, don't know, I don't know what that was. Like, I think 30 still sounded young to me. 40 was getting mature, but 50. Yeah. Uh, but that 40 was harder for me. So 50, um, oh, uh, lots of change. Technology and me. <laughs> that's a huge one, but that's just me. That's not because I'm 50. It's just because, you know, um, I do think in my 40s I I was still finishing raising my children okay and now they are raised and out and you know so that has been different uh menopause is different (laughs) sure right (laughs) right um uh it is much uh, the world around is so much more noisy in but not because I'm 50 but it's just because it mm-hmm. is and so um yeah but I don't like I don't feel so different in right like I don't yeah yeah so let you because you mentioned your kids um that you know kind of kids leaving the nest that yeah. 40 to 50 transition is usually that time when kids are starting to leave the nest and whether it's going off to college and not really coming home that much or whether it's getting married or going out on their own so was that difficult for you? Was kids leaving the nest, was that a tough transition for you? Or was it one of those things that you you were ready for? So my my oldest son, when he moved out, he was a real homebody. And so I'll never forget when he moved out, He we moved him into his own apartment. He was moving here locally at the time. Right. I didn't think he'd end up in California. Sure. Um, but he when he moved out, I can remember uh, my husband saying, what I was thinking, we were in the kitchen after we moved him out and he looked at me and he goes, do you think we taught him everything he needs to know? And I'll never forget just busting out crying. Like, no, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he, he is married and my daughter are married. They're both ma- not, they're not married, but they are yeah. married, got married during my forties. And so that was, yeah, I just, it all crept up so fast. Yeah. Like, like I can't believe I have two married children and one that's going to be married pretty soon. So, yeah. you know, yeah, that's huge. It, but I, I love empty nest. Okay. I do. See, I think that's good. I think it's okay to say that because I think so many women are like, I don't, I, I, can I say that? And I'm like, well, absolutely. Because isn't that the way God created it to be, right? Yeah. I adore my daughter. But when she was getting married, she lived in Murfreesboro. So she moved back. Um, right before the wedding and stuff. And it is clear there's a reason that they need to leave and not come back. <laughs> Especially during the last yeah. before yeah. a wedding. Two women in a household. Yeah, and she would agree. It's so funny, you know, but now it, you just get, I, Derek and I adore each other. So it, we do have a great time. And so I, empty nest is not bad. 
Yeah. And you know, I think that's so important what you just said right there, uh, because counseling women through the years, and I know you've done a lot of this as well, and we don't want to get down a rabbit trail here, but I just think it's important to be said, if you don't invest in your marriage um, while your kids are growing up, then when they leave, you're, you're kind of with a stranger. Yeah. Uh, you've grown apart, you know, and I hear so many women telling me like, we didn't realize how far apart we had grown as we were raising children. Um, and so I think it's so important what you said that, you know, you are just, you know, you're so okay just being with your man and, yeah. and living life with your man. And that, I think that, did you do something intentionally there or, or talk about that for a second? I will say that when we decided to have kids, Derek and I sat down and we, we got married at 20. So okay. like we were babies, we grew up together Yeah. and we'll say that it, you know, we were young but God was so gracious to us. And, you know, we like, we didn't know about bills and all that kind of stuff, you know, sure. and so we just loved each other. Right. And so, it was right. but you know, I'm thankful that we fought the good fight. We, we stuck it out. We didn't do the easy way. Cause there were days, you know, we were two selfish human beings coming together. Mm-hmm. And so when we ha- I'll never forget, we had taken Emily um, after their honeymoon and everything and moved some more stuff up to their apartment. They moved to Knoxville at the time. And we drove away from there and Derek and I looked at each other and said, I'm so glad that we invested time in us. Mm-hmm. We, before we ever had kids, we sat down and said, we're having children. I'm not having children. We're having children. And so mm-hmm. we partnered in that. And then, you know, we made sure that we, set aside time for us and made sure our kids knew that our time was a priority. And so when we drove away that day and he said, I'm so glad that we invested in us because we had stuff to talk about and it was not just the kids. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I think that's just so good. I just think it's a good word for women, no matter what decade you're in right now, but especially if you're in that early twenties, just got married thirties, got toddlers running all over the place and young children, you know, right. or you're in your forties and you're, you're getting rid of teenagers and college kids. Um, no matter where you're at in that, I just think that's so important. What you said, you've just got to invest in that marriage because when they all move out, that's who you have left. Absolutely. And it's mm. so worth it. Like it's sweet now. It's really mm. sweet. That's and so, good. And there were days, let me just tell you. So for all those women that are listening that think, Oh, well, no, you know, when you put two selfish human beings together, you got to work. Right. And yeah. so we're thankful we did the fight. Stay oh, that's with so it. good. Just stick with uh, it. Yeah, good. Well, let me ask you this. What is something that you were surprised by that kind of in your 50s? Now that you're in this stage in your 50s, is there anything, whether it be a positive or a negative, doesn't matter, but is there anything as you rolled into your 50s and you kind of been rolling through that surprised you about your 50s? I uh, so I being 50, I don't feel 50. Okay. Like, I don't know what I thought 50 would feel like. Right. But, sure. But I, I, the, I don't like being, I don't like to be filled like I'm 50. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm treated like I'm 50. Right. <laughs> right. Would you like a senior coffee? Okay. Right. I don't no. feel like I'm ready for the right. senior group, but I'm right. not ready for, I don't want to be out all weekend. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I like home. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm surprised that, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't feel 50, so when people act that I am 50, that is weird to me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know that that makes no sense. <laughs> no, no, no. I think there's a lot of truth to that because it is kind of, you know, it's like you don't feel like you need to go to bed at 830. No. Um, but at the same time, you also, I, I know recently um, uh, a friend of mine, I was, we were in the Nashville area and she said, hey, you guys want to go out to eat downtown Nashville? It'll be fun. And we did. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget walking around and I thought, Oh my word, this is awful. Where can we not find somewhere quieter? <laughs> and I gotta be in bed by eight. Like, I'm like, what? You know, I'm like what is wrong with me? Right. You know, and uh, we just laughed. It was like, okay, we're we're just, you know, everybody you looked around and everybody was young people screaming and hollering. And I was just like, okay, let's just find somewhere nice and quiet that we can actually hear each other talk, right? And so it's just kind of a different, right? Just it's just a different way of thinking about the way of the, what you used to think yes. of differently. I used to make fun of my parents for going to eat so early. Now right. we, now like, we go early, so it is quiet and we can get home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not because I'm scared to drive in the dark or anything. I no, just... no. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I think one of the things that really surprised me about my 50s was the fact that people treated me differently. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like all of a sudden people are like, I don't, it was an odd kind of thing. Uh, not a negative necessarily. Uh, not always a negative because sometimes it was like, okay, now people are listening that weren't listening before, you know, uh, suddenly. But but I think, you know, it, it was just a little bit, people just looked at you a little differently now that you're in your 50s. I don't know. Have you experienced that too? I, absolutely. That's exactly what I'm trying to say without yeah. being be eloquent with my words. But yeah, I, yeah, you know, I don't feel older. No, yeah, no, 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 exactly. Yeah, besides the train wreck that menopause can be, right? Um, absolutely. Outside my of that, yeah. Me I'm older. Right. Yeah, yeah. Tell me yeah. I'm older. Yeah, you don't feel older in your mind, right. which is great. Great. Yeah. Okay, I so, also feel a little more settled in my life. Mm, that's a good word. You know, like, you know, when you're in your 40s, you're on your way to that thing you're going to be doing. And mm-hmm. I feel a little bit more in my 50s. I'm more settled where I'm yeah. at and enjoying the moment more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that's a good word. I like life. that word settled. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just a rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, that, you know, when you're raising the kids and that is those stages early on, you're, you're rushing to get to that next point, even though you don't mean to. Yeah. And then now you're just like, no, this is good. This is a yeah. good, this is good. This is a good rhythm. Yeah. So I, 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 do you have friends and I'm sure you do that are in decades ahead of you or, or behind you? I do. I have both. Okay. So how does that like how how does those influences impact you? How does that shape the conversation with you as far as having friends that are maybe in their 30s or 40s or having friends in their 60s or 70s? So I have always, I think, flocked maybe to older women. I don't I don't know if that's uh and so I've had a lot of ladies in my life that have taken me under their wing as well. Mm-hmm. Um and so there's been such great wisdom passed on to me. I would I want to do the same. Mm, that's good the the ladies my friends I have dear friends they're in their 40s and um we they keep me young too because they don't let me get into that crotchety self (laughs) like I'm not going to the gym no you are going to the gym you know that kind of stuff and so it's a good balance I think yeah yeah I I would agree with that I, I think having those people that are younger than you um uh where you can somebody once said and I think there's power to this everybody ought to have a Paul in their life 
yeah. somebody older that's that's guiding them forward. Somebody, everybody ought to have a Timothy, somebody right. younger that's coming behind. And I think we need those influences because I think if you don't, you just get tunnel vision about where you're at, not realizing that it's different in front of you and behind you. Yes. And you want to, I want advice from somebody who's walked through it. And mm-hmm. so for those who have gone before me and have walked through things and, and use, you know, I want their wisdom on how they handle things. And then, yeah, absolutely. and then I want to be able to t- return that to those that are coming behind me as well. Yeah. You know? I think that's fantastic. And I know both of us being involved in women's ministry, you've got women across, I mean, their twenties, their thirties, you know, forties, fifties, sixties, and, and even women in their eighties that, that are impacted by ministry. And so it's important to to hear the voices from all those places. Well, and I, I had mentioned to you, our women across the board for our church, you know, I think the world would tell us that we don't need each other. You know, if you're older, you don't want to hang out with the young and vice versa. That is not true. Our yeah. younger women desperately want to hear from our older women and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. You know, to and understand which, one another. Yeah, which is just so powerful, I think. And it's yeah. Titus 2, right? I mean, it's yeah. exactly That's what Titus it. 2 says, you know. Uh, and I think that's just, man, that's just so good. Well, let me ask you this. So <clears throat> I know we don't even want to talk about the 60s, right? But what <laughs> what are you looking forward to in the next stage of your life? I mean, are there things that you're anticipating in that next stage of your life or not really? Yeah, actually, um, you know, I don't think that I am headed for retirement anytime soon because the right. passion for what I do is still there. And I know that God will show me what that is, but I do think uh, I look forward to, well, I am very much looking forward to being a grandmother and pulling into some, I had a really godly grandparents and just Mm. that loved us so well. And, you know, I mean, I can still hear their voices in my life, you know, and so I'm looking forward to that in my sixties. I'm looking forward to traveling more, um, maybe not being so, uh, rush just again I think just being more settled and enjoying the moment yeah I like that I like that um so what are you in speaking of that what are you enjoying right now I mean what are just some things that you're just really loving right now I am loving the fact so uh you know this but we spent 20 months building a house yes you did (laughs) and so we just got in it and so we even though that's a tangible thing we are enjoying home we lived yeah. in a little tiny rental for six months and it was an adventure for sure. And so I know other people have stayed a lot longer, but it was, yeah. it was amazing. So we're glad to be actually home. And yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm still, I still love what I do. I still mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. getting women in the word, encouraging women. I, yeah. I love that. It is yeah. what I love. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. And I just don't, you know, I'm like, Lord, as long as you give me strength to do yeah. this and I keep my mind, you know, I right. tell my team all the time, I'm like, if I start to lose it, y'all grab me and pull me off somewhere and don't let me, don't hand me a mic anymore. Uh, right. But right. Don't let me, uh, don't let me hurt, hurt Jesus or myself. But, <laughs> um, but you know, as long as God gives us strength to do it. And as long as I'm able, um, although I, I am intentionally handing the reins off on a lot of things, not because I'm not capable or physically able to do it, but just because I want the next generation to come behind me to be ready to do it. So it's kind of a fun thing for me to watch as I'm repositioning myself 
and yeah. a different place than I was before. Still doing the same thing, still passionate about it, but just repositioning myself a little bit so that there's opportunities for them coming behind me. Agreed. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Because I'm having to look at those that are up and coming that will be taking my place. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I know. That's that's a real that's a real thing. So so I know there's women listening, and maybe. Who knows what decade they're in right now? Maybe they're in their 50s and they're struggling. Maybe in their 40s and they're dread- they're thinking, oh, my word, I'm going to turn 50. But what words of advice would you give to women who are watching, listening right now? What are some things, you know, do you have any just words of wisdom you could just toss out and say, these are some things God's taught me in this place and in this time? Um, I will say this, that... Uh, to be able to know that God's plans for you, no matter how old you are, are still good, and there's mm. still plenty yet to be had. Oh, that's good. Like, I go back to I can't think of the call letters right now, but the I would have despaired unless I believed. I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the and living. The living. We're still living, and God's still good, and so there are good days to be mm. had. There's uh, God encounters to be had um mm, he still has divine good. appointments for us i don't care how old you get um and that if you're in a season of hard that this too will pass you know because you've lived long enough you see the cycle of the mountain then the valley then the mountain the valley but what you do know is that god is always 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 faithful yeah. and he has proven that over and over again and so there's mm. some rest in that you know and yeah. you know what he is, he's got me through before he'll get me through again. And he's still got incredible plans for me. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Cause I just think that's important. That's a good, great reminder, no matter what decade you're in. But I think there is a kind of that twenties and thirties when you kind of think, you know, everything's permanent. Yes. <laughs> right? yes. What do you do? You know, you just think everything's permanent. Yes. And then you hit your forties and you're like, okay, wait a minute. There is maybe there is an eraser on some of this. It's not all permanent. Maybe, you know, it's not as big of a deal as I thought it was or whatever. Right. You know? And you get perspective on life changing. And then I think you hit your 50s and you're like, you know what? Um, this is, you know, this is so much better maybe than what I thought uh, in right. so many ways um, of being able to. Of being able to watch the goodness of God in the land of living, as yeah. you said. Yeah. Well, and you know, to our younger listeners. You know, I think I was so in the moment raising my kids that I forgot to enjoy my kids. You know, mm. like well, that's good. Doing the thing so much, and it's so hard because it's constant. That's a hard yeah. season. Yeah. But I wish I had been more present. You know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. No, yeah. I, looking back, I know more. I would have done different had I known different. But sure, uh, and I was there. But I would enjoy them even more. Yeah, you know, and. As a young mom who's standing there with her dirty diapers and the loads of laundry, that's hard to hear, but it's so true. This this happens so fast, you know. Yeah, it's so true. No, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, It's oh, that's good. That's good. There's so many. Kathy, you've just given us so many nuggets here. I think you've given us some great nuggets about marriage and time with your husband. I think you've given us some great nuggets, just some, so many things. So I'm hoping that those of you who are listening with us are like me and you're like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, you may have to go back and listen to this again, just to get some of that again. Um, 
but that's some really phenomenal stuff. And, and I just think, I, I agree with you. I think we ought to be excited about where we are because God has purpose for us yeah. today and yeah. whatever that might look like. I know a lot of women fret about how old they are. I know women that won't even tell people how old they are because somehow it's, it, it's this stigma. And I'm like, good night. No, that means if I'm breathing air, that means I'm alive. You know, I'm excited Absolutely. about Absolutely. that next birthday. Absolutely. So, um, so I think this has just been so good. So one of the things we always end with are just some fun, what we call rapid fire questions. And these are just fun, get to know you questions just a little bit because women are out there and they're like, oh, she likes that too. I like that too. So let me ask you this. If you were to go eat your favorite meal, whether you cook it at home or whether you go out to eat, doesn't matter. But if somebody says, Kathy, it's your favorite meal. What's on the table? It is absolutely a cheeseburger. Oh, very good. <laughs> cheeseburger. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. So um, are there any books that you're reading or you've read that just have really impacted you? One of my all-time favorite books that I just have reread is Trusting God by Jerry Bridges. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. I that's... just picked it up again. Uh, this last season of waiting, I was like, okay, Lord, I, yeah. yeah. So, and I like to, I like to read. I have to make myself read. Okay. Um, it's not enjoyable for me, uh, which sounds terrible, but it's just, I just have a hard time reading. And so, um, but I like to read uh, anything like biblical biographies of great women of faith, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, I'm currently reading, uh, we're doing it as a staff, we're reading a, a book, and now I can't even think of the name of it. Sorry. <laughs> but we have to read, and it's yeah. fabulous. It, it puts some, just some stuff in perspective. Um, we are doing the steady back. We're doing experiencing God again, and let Ooh. me just tell you, it is good. It is so it, good. It yeah, is timeless and good. It's been revised and it's been great. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually reading another Black AB book right now uh, oh, cool. on mission with God. Just it's and I've read it so many times, but I'm reading it again. It's just great reminders of truths. These are so good. So what do you do for fun? Uh, you're you're going to go do any, somebody says you can do anything you want, Kathy. What what would you like to go do for fun? What would I like to do? Okay, so I love a good shoe. Okay. <laughs> and don't, don't need another pair. Yes. Uh, so I would do that. Uh, I love lunches with friends. Mm. I, I I do. I love lunges with friends. And I don't know if you would call it a hobby because it sounds a little creepy, but I love to watch people. Yeah. I love to watch people. It sounds so creepy, but you just can watch and learn so much about people. Well, you so. need to fly with me and sit in the airport stand because <laughs> that is the ultimate people watcher place. <laughs> Listen, I've often said I could sit in Atlanta airport for days on end and just have me a cup of coffee and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so the opposite. I'm just totally, I'm like totally tuned out, you know. And, and I know I have friends who are people watchers, and they're like, oh, I'm like, what, what, what? My husband hates to go eat with me sometimes because I'll be all involved. I guess it's nosy, but. No, it's all right. All right. Well, hey, this is our last question for you. And it's one we ask every guest that comes on our, our podcast because our the name of our podcast is Rooted Deep. And we just know there's things in life that keep us, you know, Psalm 1, that keep us deeply rooted. Um, and I love the perspective that everybody who's been on the podcast gives us as, as we ask them this question. 
So we'll ask you this question as we close out, but what keeps you rooted deep? What keeps me rooted deep? Because I am in desperate need of him. Mm-hmm. And so I need him daily. I need him for the next whatever I'm going to do. And so yeah. I, apart from him, I can't do anything. And so I know if I don't stick close, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. And, so, and I just love him. He's been so good to me. Yeah. So, so as you, as you kind of cultivate that relationship, are there, are there things about that relationship that you just say, man, these are my tried and true things that have kept me just close to him through the years? Yeah. I staying in the word for sure. Um, I am a music person, so I love a lot of good praise music throughout. Uh, and I, as much as I hate to read, I do read. Um, sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love, uh, and I, I, I'm a prayer girl. I, mm-hmm. I, I do. I like my time just talking with him. And um, I, I've always, I just, I'm a prayer girl. I just like good. to talk to him. So. Uh, that's awesome. Well, well, this has been so good uh, because I think uh, there's a lot of women who dread their 50s. Um, and I think the fifties get a bad rap sometimes. Um, and, but it's exciting to see what God is doing in your life, uh, and fun to be able to talk about it. Um, as we have just, uh, we've eaten lunch together. We traveled a little bit together. We've had really a lot of fun and, um, you know, I'm so excited as we look forward to what the future has, um, because I know, I think we can say this because this is going to be like, I think we can say this. This is like the earliest announcement that's getting ready to happen because this has not been announced yet. But Dare for More Live next year is going to be in Chattanooga at Dallas Bay with you guys. And I am so excited uh, for you to be a kind of a part of that. So I I don't know if we can announce that or not, but I just did. So um, fun, fun, fun. We might as well. (laughs) <laughs> we might as well. So yeah, so I'm pretty excited uh, to be able to, so you heard it first right here on the Rooted Deep podcast, um, but I'm excited about that. So Kath, thanks for joining us. Thank you for being a part. Okay. It's been so much fun. Hey, anytime. It's, it, and it's cool being 50 with you. I like you. I know. I know. I know. Right. We got some, we got some uh, empathy sisters, right? That we yeah, can, we can relate, right? Absolutely. Sometimes those groans come from within. You know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Well, listen, thanks everybody for joining us today on the podcast. I'm hoping that you're loving uh, these conversations through the decades. Uh, We've got two more coming, one in the 60s and one in the 70s. And I know that you're going to enjoy that kind of as we just move through. Uh, But until next time, take Kathy's words to heart. Stay in prayer. Stay in the word, stay grounded, and stay close to Jesus, and he will guarantee to keep you pretty deep. We'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.